0: the breakfast flakes podcast brought to you by the blue cat bar and grill next to the roadside event center in Hudley. the blue cat it's where it's at
1: if you have to do something outside today get it done early uh, weather channel has us at 104 today and my other app has this at 102 so at least 100 and you know the drill depending on where you're standing or where you're going to be can be higher than that but my one app says now we've got a 50 percent chance of precip on thursday hope yeah, that's true. That was- Yellowstone National Park up the fire conditions to very dangerous yesterday. If you don't know the current fire conditions, <laughs> please move to another state.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no welding. No.
1: But it's been a wet year. Okay. Saw an article on this. Fishing and Gabe's got some tips this year. If you're going to hunt, if you're not already, because I know some of the archery stuff's open. Western Montana, if you're hunting close to home... Some hunting district boundary changes have occurred.
0: Why would they change the boundaries? Do the animals don't roam there anymore, or?
1: I don't know. I, I can't answer any of these questions about why they change things. But one thing that they talk about here is something Paul and I have been talking about for 35 years. And the guy they interviewed said, Look, especially in western Montana, there's a lot more bears and a lot more grizzly bears. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because of how you guys have managed, and allowed those uh, those populations to flourish. Even fishing game says knowing that running into a bear across the state of Montana is a possibility just about anywhere. Uh, well, this fall they're going to do a field dressing clinic for those of you that are hunters, but you've never killed
0: anything. Let me ask you a question, you folks out there: What do you think Teddy Roosevelt the Ultimate conservationist, the man who started the National Park System's avid hunter, fisherman. What do you think Teddy Roosevelt, if he were alive today, would say if the government charged 12-year-olds to fish? <laughs> would, not be, it would not be going on with him.
1: No. Crazy. I know. And love to get the explanation for that, too, other than just flat-out greed and revenue. Hmm. Because... I don't, I don't know any 12-year-olds that get together
0: in packs. I can explain it. Okay. The thing is, Mark, you have to start early on a kid and train them that the government is in control, and it's your duty to fund government things Yeah. as you get older. Right. Uh, that's what it is. They start yet 12. Uh, well, it starts earlier than in school, but... Um, 12-year-olds should not have to pay to fish. Absolutely not. It's ridiculous. But we give you that one day a year where it's free. 12-year-olds should not have to pay to get into the fair. The fair and carnival and the rides and things are for them. They're going to spend that money on a ride, on cotton candy, anything. Mm -hmm. But when when a family has three kids and they have to bring them to the fair, and they have to pay a $10, $12 admission to get three of them in. They've already spent 30 bucks, and you are discouraging the rest of the family from taking them because of the admission cost of bringing their children there mm-hmm. where they might otherwise ride the rides and have cotton candy. Right. Dumb. No. But because that's the way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. That's about this whole Metro thing. This is the... We've always done it this way. And this is the way we're always going to do it. And mm-hmm. we're not going to change. We're not going to innovate. We're not going to change with the times. We're not going to manage differently or better or or anything. Nope. Not going to do it that way. Fine. But quit coming to me. Yeah. In Montana... There's
1: actually two days where you can fish for free, June 15th and 16th. Each year, more than 230,000 residents and 160,000 non-residents buy a fishing license. Almost 400,000 fishing licenses.
0: There you go. And there's your answer. Mm -hmm. Cha-ching. Yeah. Cha-ching. Well, and why don't we, we, here's where you got out Democrat to Democrat again. Well, look at the economic impact that all of those fishermen have on Montana. Wouldn't we have an even greater impact if it wasn't so damn hard and expensive to get one? Mm Mm-hmm. Red fish, blue fish, mountain fish, green fish. Yeah, the the adults, you're you're not paying 15 bucks. No, conservation license, aquatic license, special muscle evasion species license, special Tuesday only license, 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 license. How about this? If you have a driver's license from the state of Montana, first of all, then you have a fishing license. Because everybody in the state of Montana is already paying state income taxes, which is funding FWP. Mm -hmm. There. 12-year-olds should not have to pay to buy a license. See, there's a couple age things in Montana here that I have a problem with. In fact, I could write a blog on this today. A couple of the age things that need to change in Montana. All right. Here you go. Number one. You should not be required to have a fishing license in Montana until you're 18. Mm -hmm. Okay? There. Kids should fish free. That's number one. Number two, the legal age to marry in Montana should not be 16 years old. No. Not anymore. No. It should be 18. You have to be 18 to get married. And Legally, in the state of Montana. Well, I got married at 17. Yeah, well, that's because you were dumb. Or the reason it was 16, folks, is because, you know, back in 1892, (laughs) the average person lived to be about 40 years old. No crap. You were dead at 40. And uh, women were dead by then. Mm -hmm. And so people got married early. People were having children at 18, 19, 20 years old back then, married at 16. And they just think, they were dead in 20 years after that. It's not 1892 anymore. You should not be married at 16 years old. We have 16 year olds that have fourth grade reading levels now coming out of our school. Fourth grade reading levels at 16 and we're letting them marry You can't even buy a cigarette in Montana. But yet, they figured you're mature enough, competent enough, and able enough to keep a relationship and a family together at the age of 16. (laughs) Mark? I know. (laughs) Folks, is that nuts? It is. It is. That is crazy. 16. 16. You have been out of the mother's womb for 192 months and you can get married in the state of Montana 16 you can get a marriage license dumb stupid needs to change needs to change there there's two age laws right there but yet but yet folks here's another one when you commit a crime at 17 you're charged as a juvenile because you're not old enough or competent enough to make a decision serious enough to, to, to uh, commit an adult crime. Mm-hmm. But you can get married at 16. 16.
1: I don't know any parent that wants their kids to get married at
0: 16. We have laws in the state of Montana where you can't work past a certain hour at night if you're 16 or younger. But at 16, you can get married. Mm -hmm. Stupid, absolutely dumb. It's never changed. Never changed. In fact, that's my next question for the governor when he comes in. Got to get that law changed. Yeah. I wonder if you can buy a house when you're 16 years old. Can you rent an apartment when you're 16 years old? I don't know that. I'm wondering. Well, renters? Well. I just got married. My wife and I are looking for a place to live. How old are you? I'm 16.
1: Uh
0: I'm a sophomore, a senior. Well, how are you going to rent an apartment, Mark? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. There's all kinds of age rules like that that I don't think well, I, and I don't know this, because I remember there was an ex, ex, exception to the rule or an exemption that was put in place during the Trump years, if I recall. I don't know if that was just temporary because of the COVID thing or what, but you cannot you couldn't get uh, a CDL until you were 21. And I think they changed that now to 18 um
1: well massive shortage of drivers i wouldn't be surprised
0: yeah because remember that the shortage of truck drivers and everything well he also lifted the hour restrictions on the drivers Mm -hmm. and you should have to be over five foot if (laughs) so you could see over the freaking cab of the truck (laughs) sorry you're not tall enough to ride this right i drive down the road all the time you see these semi drivers and their heads are right even with where the door is Mm -hmm. you know uh barely able to see out of the semi doesn't mean they can't drive but, um, but yeah, 16 and getting married, no, no, no. I know people who are 40 that should not be married yet. We all do. Yeah. Just different. It's just different times, folks. Different times. Well, let's see. What do we want to talk about today? You can't get a jewel cigarette if you're 16, but you can, uh, You can get married. Mm -hmm. There's an article today about Jewel. you know. They're suing Juul. Jewel has to pay $438.5 million over 6 to 10 years in a settlement. They believe they targeted kids. (laughs) You think? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Teen use of e-cigarettes skyrocketed in the years following their launch in 2015. According to the FDA, it became epidemic. Underage vaping among young people. Since 2019, they've mostly been in retreat, dropping all their advertising, pulling their fruit and candy flavors. The FDA is banning all Juul e-cigarettes from the market. Now, why that one, Hmm, folks? Why? Let's think about this. I mean, Siri, let's think. Okay, that product. We're banning that product. We don't want kids to get started vaping with Juul. And look what we do with dope. Hmm? Look at the flavors and things that they have. Let's look at all the other things that are bad for kids besides just vaping. All the things that they eat that kill them from day one. So what they are saying is we don't mind if you're 18 and you kill yourself. You just can't be under 18 and kill yourself with a Juul cigarette mm-hmm. or any other product for that matter. Juul agreed to refrain from their marketing practices. They include not using cartoons. <laughs> paying social media influencers depicting people under the age of 35 in their advertising under 35 they 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 can't even target anybody under the age of 35 years old but we got dope available wow dope can dope how come jewel can't target anybody under 35 but dope can dope pot carcinogens Higher than cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Non-filtered stuff. Non-regulated THC levels bounce all over. Roll them as fat as you want them. <laughs> Nothing. No. Pot gets a free pass. Again. But Juul has not allowed Mark to use things that would target somebody under the age of 35. I know that. Yeah. Teens have now been shifting away from Juul. Many of the teens who vape now prefer disposable e-cigarettes. Of which, by the way, they can't legally buy them. You're not allowed to have them. That one's not enforced. Do we ever raid a dope shop? Nope. Never raid them. No. There's been a drop of 40% in teen vaping. Different rules for dope than there is vape cigarettes. Different rules. Last night, Billings City leaders spent two hours working on how to solve a problem that they all admit has no easy or immediate solution. Crime rates have steadily risen in billings over the past three years. While the city's transient and unhoused populations are going to have one fewer option for shelter this winter, because one of the shelters closed, the city wanted a mill levy and wanted to spend a half a million dollars towards programs that address substance abuse, mental behavior, and other things essential
2: to public safety. Recently, the kids' playground equipment at Barkemeyer Park in Huntley was vandalized. Join the Roadside Event Center Friday, September 9th for their Art for Our Park fundraiser for new playground equipment. Enjoy an evening of dinner, auction, and live music from the Bucky Beaver Ground Grippers. Tickets are $75 and available at the door. If you only want to come for the live music, tickets are only $10 after 9 p.m. All proceeds go to Barkemeyer Park's Playground Fund. Doors open at 5 p.m. Friday, September 9th at the Roadside Event Center, 143 Northern Avenue in Huntley, you must be 21 or older we can't arrest our way out of the problem
0: chris kakalski no but you know what you can do mr kakalski you can do what governor greg abbott did in texas you can bus these people to a sanctuary city like washington dc and let them have the problem mm-hmm. you could do that yeah they're a sanctuary city you could do that that would be one option Because see, all those buttheads back there, they all tell us how to do it and they make the laws of what we have to do and they sit back there in their fat, cushy offices, make millions and millions of dollars and screw up the nation. Send them back. Send them to Washington, D.C. Council members have spent the summer debating on how best or even if they should use those dollars. Tuesday night, the council heard a presentation from Riverstone Health and their program designed specifically to bolster the ed- and educate at-risk families as a means of preventing future crime. Well, first of all, by the time you're a family, you should have already been educated. Right. That's one of the problems. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to educate them when they're between the ages of 5 and 18 right. and we're failing miserably. Mark Did not turn into a homeless person. You folks listening, you did not turn into a homeless person. Now, why? Hmm? Why? Family, maybe? Maybe that's the answer. Hmm? You want to get to the root of these problems, you got to dig deep. They were also joined, also joined at the meeting by Greg Upham, School District 2 Superintendent and John Felton from Riverstone Health. Paul spoke passionately about the success of the program of this program they have in a way it's specifically designed to break cycles of violence and trauma in families and bring down the crime rates. Did anybody here talk about drugs and alcohol? Anybody at this meeting? After all, I'm a dumbass stupid SOB farmer. <laughs> I know nothing. But All the smartest people in the world that were all at this meeting. I'm looking for the discussion on drugs and alcohol and our approach to it, our acceptance of it in society. Did anybody talk about that? I'm looking. I'm looking. John Felton, who shut down the entire economy of the city, dictated who would stay open and who wouldn't. Used false science about masks to scare everybody. Into submission supports this program. What I would encourage you to do is to be braver than you want to be. Well, sure. Program needs money for Riverstone Health. Right. He's CEO. Right. You know, my fertilizer guy came out the other day and told me I need to be brave. <laughs> I need to put on more one thousand and thirty-five dollar a ton fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the no rain either. Be brave, Paul. Part of the problem, according to a council member, is perception. Residents drive around town and see people sleeping on the street and expect the city to do something about it. He then asked the group from Riverstone if it was the city's responsibility to fix families. Greg Upham said, we have to start somewhere. Look, he nobody should be consulting him about families. They should be consulting him about test scores and moving these kids on that are not ready for society yet, that cannot function in a new day world, and then end up living on the streets because they have fourth grade reading mem- levels and cannot understand the back of a box of macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Why do people get together and candy coat each other? Folks, you should be at one of our meetings when I go in, mm-hmm. and we have a meeting with management here. Right. We don't, we don't candy coat it and God, you look really super cool in that shirt mm-hmm. and isn't it wonderful and let's, let's order coffee and no, it's a real world out there. And sometimes you don't want to hear the things that need to be said. City Council is going to make a decision on this issue in the coming month about funding this. Nobody in this article mentioned drugs, alcohol, and the failing of creating a person who is ready to function in an everyday normal society by the time they get out of high school. Not one. That is not the, not one. A band-aid. You let the problem exist, and then when the problem is there, then you do something to solve it and Mm. fix it, rather than trying to prevent it. Drugs? Alcohol, failing education system, not creating productive societies, and the failure of the American family, Mm -hmm. okay? All very big when it comes to that, and you're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk anymore about the problems that we see on the reservations around Montana. True. We're not allowed to talk about The problems with our educational system. Oh, no. No, that's untouchable. You can't talk about that anymore. Nope. We can't. We don't have a correction facility big enough to hold all the lawbreakers. But yet we're working uh, on Metropark. Put bars around the son of a bitch and put them inside there. About had it. I know. And? We have laws. We have no loitering laws in this city. Mm -hmm. What good are our laws if they're not enforced? Right, And you can't enforce them when there's no place to put them. There's no place to put them. So put them on a bus and send them to a sanctuary city. Well, that costs money too. Let them deal with it in their liberal, whack city that has programs and available. Then they're the ones that are trying to tell us how to shape society, all of these things. Let them deal with it then. They have no problem sending 87,000 new IRS agents after you to make your life miserable. But we have to be more compassionate with the people living on the streets, shooting up heroin and doing drugs Mm -hmm. and doing meth. And yet, you folks that are up busting your ass every day, we're coming after you. We're going to send an agent after you and we'll find a way to deal with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll find a way to deal with you. Our prisons are full. Give these youth an option. You're 18, son. You got seven years in jail coming ahead. Or if you want, you can join our U.S. military. You pick. You've got two options. Those were the good old days. Enlist. Get the discipline and structure that you need. Get a skill. Or you go to prison. What would you like? We need more options like that. We need more options like that. God, people hate me. Um, Where's your compassion? Look, I got compassion. You ought to see the way I treat my animals. Don't tell me about compassion. Are we doing them a favor? Are we doing this sector of the population a favor by letting them just continue and then helping them along the way with whatever they need and they still can continue their habit? Hmm? Why don't we drug test for people who receive public money? Is that a problem? Nobody's ever talks about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Drug test. You get you get your you you get your uh, little government boost every month that you're using on drugs and alcohol or what have you. Do we do we drug test them and alcohol test them before we give them them checks? Those checks? No, we don't. Do we, Mark? No, we don't. We're funding it. We're funding it. Are they using recycled cardboard in those signs on the corners of the streets? Or are they contributing to climate change? Boy, now there you go. Nobody is. Nobody at the had the guts at that meeting to bring up our failing educational system at that meeting while our superintendent was sitting there. Not one person, I'd have brought it up and he never has to answer for that. You are. That is failing us miserably. The numbers are there, the results are there. No ACT test score required to get into a state college anymore because of the product we're putting out. And they need their money. And the government will give the kids a loan. Well, if kids can't, aren't smart enough to get into college, their numbers are going to go down. And so they're going to go broke. So we relax our standards. Once again, the product. And once again, the destruction of the American family. So what we need now is more programs and more housing. And and they know they can come here. Mm-hmm. They know they can come here. They know what time the meals are at the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know where the where they can set up a tent. Right. Um, you know, they had a stabbing yesterday at North Park. Guys dead. Um, you know, we got them, We got them set up down here at the skateboard park. They got a little community down there now. They set up their tents and they live there and mm-hmm. and. Uh, Great place for all of that activity, too, is where it's supposed to be a center for young kids to go and ride skateboards. Right. Uh, you know. But you got to dig deep, you know. You have to dig deep. It's like when you got assist, you know, the cert- they got to go down. They got to dig down in there and get all of it. You got to dig deep. Otherwise, it just keeps popping back up. Mm-hmm. I got one of them damn things on my knee, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we always talk about look in the mirror. We all look in the mirror. You mm-hmm. got a problem. Look in the damn mirror. Right. Yeah. You know, I got problems. Hell, I got problems out the butt. <laughs> look in the mirror. You dummy. Fix mm-hmm. them. You got the power to do it. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. You people at this meeting, look in the mirror. What do you... Are you really... Are you concerned about the problem? Seriously? There are there are solutions. No money. You can't survive. What? No money. You get no money. If you're on drugs or high, got something in your system, no money. Mm-hmm. Zero. No money. Well, then they're going to resort to crime. Okay. And then you know what we do? Then we put them in a jail cell. Two, three, four of them. They'll dry up in there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not compassionate. Well... It's not compassionate to feed their habit either. That's not compassion. Yeah.
1: They will tell you in rehab that the word is enable. You are enabling these people to live their lives like this. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Recently, the kids' playground equipment at Barkemeyer Park in Huntley was vandalized. Join the Roadside Event Center Friday, September 9th for their Art for Our Park fundraiser for new playground equipment. Enjoy an evening of dinner, auction, and live music from the Bucky Beaver Ground Grippers. Tickets are $75 and available at the door. If you only want to come for the live music, tickets are only $10 after 9 p.m. All proceeds go to Barkemeyer Park's Playground Fund. Doors open at 5 p.m. Friday, September 9th at the Roadside Event Center, 143 Northern Avenue in Huntley, You must be 21 or older. So their debate, folks, their debate
0: was about the money distribution. That was their debate. The money distribution. Where the money is going to go. And, once again, look what their party's done. Look what they've done. Talk about money. They've completely destroyed the natural resource business in the country. Mm -hmm. That funded unbelievable amounts into education all kinds of state tax all kinds of they've destroyed it destroyed that industry mm-hmm. and so we're left holding the bill everybody else is left holding the bill when i was a little league coach i had to i had to get clearance to be a little league coach right all kinds of things background checks you name it you don't have to do that to run down to and get your check no so, and what are we doing to help that problem? we're setting up we're setting up places, clean injection sites where you can go and do the drugs now in America. You could go in there, they give you needles, everything. Ah, uh, we'd rather have them do it clean than be on the street and uh do it. Look, what else you've done? Their party hasn't done anything to stop the drugs coming into the border. We open that up, yeah, it's killing. 3,000 people a week, drug-induced addicts. Well, why don't we stop the drugs? Hmm? How come none? Stop the drugs from coming in. No. We know where they're coming from. Yeah. Stop them. Can't do that. We can't do that, can we, folks? No, can't stop those from coming in. No. No, we can't. And the people that bring them in and supply them, they're back on the street again within a year or two. Let them go. No bail rules now. Party, guess what party set that up? No bail rules. Let them on the street again. And they go right back to it. Right back to it. People on the street, 25, 30 convictions on the street. Mm -hmm. Nope. Send them to Mexico. Let them house them. That'll straighten them up quick. Yep. Not compassion. Not compassion. Why do we do this to ourselves, folks? All of these things that we have, all these problems that we have, We've done it. We've done this to ourselves. There's nobody to blame but us. You can't blame the world. You can't blame the climate. The climate has nothing to do with any of it. You have to look in the mirror, and we have to look at ourselves collectively and blame ourselves for allowing this problem to get where it is. Follow the bouncing money ball. You'll find a lot of the answers. Follow the dirty politics. You'll find a lot of the answers there. And uh, look what we have done to ourselves. Yeah. There should be a gosh darn wall all across that southern border, impenetrable. Could not get through it. Can't get through it. You know what that would do to stop the drug trafficking? What sane country does not protect its own people and its borders? There's only one. Mm -hmm. Us. You can't sneak into Canada even. No. You have to make an appointment to even go. Yeah. Not the United States no look what we've done these are our problem we've created all of these problems no work we don't even have work requirements in the united states don't worry we'll get we got it we'll take care of you Mm -hmm. 99 weeks of unemployment 99 weeks folks that's over seven years 99 weeks with 11 million jobs unfilled wow i wonder why (laughs) <laughs> I mean look what we do to ourselves folk. We do all of this to ourselves. We've created the problem. We created the mess. Money's not the answer. And last night that's all they dealt with was how to allocate money. Yeah money. That's how I asked the governor last week. I was so I'm so passionate and mad about. No academic standards or achievement levels are required to graduate. Well, we've done we've increased teacher pay. So, so what? That means a teacher that's living down in Idaho that likes Montana can move here and make a decent living. That doesn't mean she's got a great proficiency rating in math. No. That doesn't mean anything at all. And so what do we do? We legalize dope. We legalize the ability to alter your brain, your body, get high. What a great introduction to the world of screw up with that. Yeah. And 50% of the people out there love it. They love it. Then they get to the age of 65 and uh, they don't have the money that they needed because they pilfered it throughout their life when they were younger. Look in the mirror. There should have been a big gosh darn mirror at that meeting last night. You know, we're the problem, not the fact that we're not allocating money. That's not the problem. Money. We throw money at everything. We throw money at all the people that are on the streets. That's not helping them. Obviously. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we learned down in Mexico. Down there, you have to work to eat. Yeah. And they do. You wonder, folks, where do you think that work ethic comes from down there? Hmm? Those are the hardest working people. Where do you think that work ethic comes from? Because they have to. Where did the that ethic come from in this country that built our nation? Back in the 20s and 30s through the Depression and even into the 40s and 50s, the work ethic, there weren't, there weren't two parent incomes anymore. No. They saved. They worked. They were conservative. We changed all that. Mm-hmm. Changed all that. But don't worry, we got you covered up here in the US of A. Because someday, if we can enslave you by being dependent on a program or a government or a check or anything like that, we got you. We got you. We got you. And uh, to me, it starts when you're young, it starts with the family, and it starts with how we educate you, what we demand from you, the discipline we instill in you, the work ethics. And we've lost all of that. I agree. All of it. Don't worry. Uh, as long as you feel good. As long, as long as you cut your work week down to 34 hours <laughs> a week. Remember yesterday's <laughs> discussion? I do. And because because of why? Because Because of the other 130 plus hours a week is for what? Balance. It's... What's it for, Mark? Balance. It's for balance. I need to balance. I mean, I just, I mean, 34 hours. The rest, I need to balance my life. Okay. Seals. Balance. (laughs) So uh, we learned one thing, folks, from that article today, that it's about the money. It's about the distribution. That's going to fix it. That's what the meeting was for last night. They had that meeting. They're going to figure out how to distribute this money and where it will go, and that will be our answer. Mm-hmm. That'll be that's it. That's going to clean it up. That'll take care of the problem. We're done. Don't worry about it. Happy days are here again, folks. Once again, coming to town as soon as we figure out what to do with that money. We got her made the breakfast flakes podcast brought to you by the blue cat bar and grill next to the roadside events center in Huntley the blue cat it's where it's at